What's going on everybody? Welcome to another episode of Nameless Servants for Christ. I am your fellow Nick. Welcome everyone. I know I already said that, but <laughs> we're recording another solo episode again because my fellow Nick again is busy. Uh, we're going to have to put this guy on discipline or something. Uh, shout out to him though. Like I know he means well. So shout out to our fellow Nick, wherever he is right now. I hope he's enjoying his time. I guess we have uh, the last little bit of uh, last little couple days of summer still. It is uh, August twelfth today, Saturday, August twelfth, twenty twenty three. Um, we welcome you again, brothers and sisters. Um, yeah, just wanted to uh, jump on here again. Unfortunately, it's another solo. I was trying to find a way to be able to record with someone else, but. Uh, um our fellow nick and, and myself uh we were you we were borrowing a mixer from uh from one of our nick's bosses and he uh he he gave our other nick uh the idea of uh buying our own and so we we went and we did it but unfortunately uh our other our other nick still has the mixer at his house and he isn't he isn't in the city so i've had to uh be recording these uh these podcasts these last two podcasts on just um non-mixer so i wanted to have a a special guest but unfortunately it wasn't we weren't able i wasn't able to to figure out a way to uh get the sound right and i didn't want to just put something out there just for the sake of putting it out there and not sounding good right so unfortunately i had to do it i've had to record this episode by myself and i guess that's okay like um it is what it is like you can't can't really control uh the things that happen right so uh i'm just taking the the reins i guess you can say uh for now just to bring um i guess you could say a message out to to my brothers and sisters right um so the topic in hand that i've it actually just came to me I I was trying to think of the whole week what I wanted to what I wanted the topic to be right because I I was thinking about bringing someone on uh, I was gonna bring on my wife I was gonna bring on some other fellow uh, Nicks but uh, like I said I we I wasn't able to figure out the whole sound system thing so we're gonna have to put that on pause but I have been thinking about what to bring what topic to bring to discuss with 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 you guys. Um, and the topic that I've I've been thinking about lately a lot is uh, trials and tribulations. What does it mean to go through the, all that trials and tribulations, right? So the Bible talks about his people going through trials and tribulations. Trials is the hard times. The tribulations is is the really really hard times that we all have to face. We all have to go through in in order to establish or to mold our personal relationship we have with god so how do you how do you um how do you build that foundation how do you build that 
that relationship with God, right? Because it's not it, it's easy to say you love God when everything is going good. It's easy to say you have a good relationship with God when everything is going good. But just like a regular relationship you have with with a spouse, you have to go through the hard times with this person and only going through those hard times is when is where you'll learn or you'll understand the love you have for for your significant other and going through those hard times is is where where we understand or we start to understand that relationship that we have with god it's not just about words it's about actions as well it's about putting your those words into actions it's not just saying i love god but you have to show that you love god just like how you show or you're supposed to show your loved ones that love that they deserve right because you can't say you love someone just by words because a lot of the times you know we we face that 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 hurdle of saying i love someone but but when they're going through the hard times or when they're going through difficult times and you're not there, are you really are you really loving that person? Are you really showing them that love? Right. Because a lot of times we fail each other in that in that aspect. Right. Instead of being there for one another, we're no longer there for them because we are not showing them that love of Christ that we're supposed to show. Right. How did Jesus show his love towards us? He showed his love towards us by dying on the cross, by saying in his last moments, Father, forgive them for they not know what they do, right? That's him showing love. That's him showing compassion. That's him showing grace towards the people that were literally killing him, right? So through going through our trials, through going through our tribulations, uh, we see God's love. We see God's compassion towards us, right? Because just because God loves us does not mean that that we're not going to go through hard times. It means we are going to go through it. But instead of, you know, going through it by ourselves, we have someone there to help, to support us, to be there, to be our anchor when we need it most. Now, trials and tribulations, I want to dig, dig deep into that a little bit, right? Because, you know, a lot of the times we think, and I... I, I I briefly uh, spoke about this last last episode. A lot of the times we believe that uh, just because you are a Christian, no, you're no longer going to go through hard times. You know, like I said, uh, in that famous uh, Spanish Christian community, you hear, Venga Cristo y todos tus problemas se te irán, right? Come to Christ and all your problems will go away. That's not true. Now, Christ told us you will have hard times. You will go through tribulations. Now, what can that be right that can be as simple as you know uh your work life your boss doesn't like you that's a true that's a trial you're going through or uh you're not getting along with siblings or you're not getting along with your parents you're that's a trial you're going through what's a tribulation a tribulation could be a sickness a tribulation could be cancer a tribulation could be something greater than that right you're going through the storm you're going through that tribulation now you know, uh, as Christians, there's a topic that I really, really, really want to talk to my fellow Nick about, right? Because in the Christian community, you hear about the rapture, right? You hear about the church being raptured up and, and meeting God, right? And in Spanish, you don't, or even in the Bible, you don't really see that word rapture. In Spanish, it's, it's, it's uh, el arabe arrebatamiento, the great taking, right? When you rapture someone, that's like stealing someone and god doesn't do that now i don't want to dig deep to dig 
too deep into that conversation because it is a it's a long and it's a conversation you can't really have by yourself it's someone you need to have uh, uh dialogue with right because everybody for some reason from one from for some reason thinks differently in that but what I want to go through is the Bible speaks about the church going through the great tribulation, right? Now, what does that mean, the great tribulation? That means that the church has to go through uh, a great, a great, what's the word? Hard times. Tribulation, let's, let's look up what tribulation really means, right? Because that's something that you want to... Uh, we want to uh, establish the word, the meaning, right? So the tribulation means a cause of great trouble or suffering, a state of great trouble or suffering, right? So what does tribu- What does the great tribulation mean? It means it's even greater than this. It means it's, it's and I know you can't really uh, define a word with the same word, right? But it's something above regular tribulation, right? So a great suffering, a great trouble or suffering. Now, the Bible does speak about the great tribulation, right? And we need to acknowledge that as well because it is something that we need to understand. And it's something that as Christians, we need to be aware of what is to come, right? Because Right now, we are starting to see signs of tribulation coming to the Christians. Now, what do I mean by that? In my opinion, right? This is my opinion. You don't have to agree with it if you're listening to it. And that's okay. We all have the right to have our own opinion. But if you ask me, the church now is starting to become a minority. What do I mean by that? Now you're starting to see how it's okay for you to have your own opinion. It's okay for you to believe a certain thing as long as it's quote unquote not Christian or I guess you can say right wing, right? So what happens with that? Now you're saying how you have all these people criticizing the Christian mindset, the Christian life that we're supposed to live, right? What does that mean living that Christian life? You know, everybody talks about, oh, you're Christian, you're supposed to be understanding, you're supposed to live by grace, you're supposed to have mercy. And yes, we are supposed to have all those things. But let's not confuse grace and mercy for letting people sin, for allowing those things to be, quote unquote, okay. Now, for you to stand up and speak the truth, that's where you will see tribulations come to your life. If you're willing to stand up for the right cause, if you're willing to stand up for the true message of God, you will see the world will turn themselves on you. Now, it's on you to be fundamentally sound, to be ready for the rejection. Jesus said, gaining the world, losing your soul. What does... how? Jesus said, it doesn't matter what you do, why are you going to go out of your way to please the world when that's not what I want from you? Now, brothers and sisters, are we going to stand up and preach the truth? Are we going to stand up and proclaim the truth? Uh, 
saying how homosexuality is not okay, how saying uh, being an alcoholic is not okay, being addicted to all these things is not okay. How are we going to say it to the point that we are getting the message across whilst not being hateful? Right, because we are not supposed to be hateful. We are not supposed to spew things out with hate. We are supposed to say everything with love and compassion. Right, just like Jesus told that woman, "Go and your sins have been for your sins have been forgiven, but sin no more." What was he telling her there? He was telling her, "You are a sinful woman, but I." with my mercy with my grace i forgive you for what you've done he didn't say you've done this you've done that you've done this you've done that you were a woman you were you were out there doing this and that and that and that and that no he wasn't giving her a list of stuff he she had done but he was telling her subliminally that she had sinned and that she needed to get away from her life of sin now how do we as christians say that to the world without trying to offend them right because if someone's so deep in their sin if someone is so deep in their train of thoughts their way they're living their lives they will be offended now how do you say this this is where we need to ask god to put grace in our mouths to be able to speak to these people and show them love and compassion while at the same time telling them that you're living the way you're living your life is wrong now we know that the world has t- has turned good into evil and evil into good. Now we know that every the way we like a lot of our, our a lot of you might be a little bit older now, right? If you grew up in the '90s and the '80s, right, you know that the the world that we were we grew up in is no longer that same world, right? Now everything has changed. What well, what was a struggle back then is a different kind of struggle now, right? My parents didn't have to teach us, didn't have to go out of their way to, to, to tell us or to keep in, uh, telling us that that homosexuality, homosexuality is wrong. They, didn't, they told us, but they didn't have to be telling us that. They weren't teaching us that in schools. They weren't showing us drag shows at school. They weren't doing this and that in schools. Now we're starting to see a different kind of uh, uh, culture that is completely different than for those who are parents now have a different kind of struggle now that we have to show our children that this is wrong but at all at the same time still show these people love and compassion and mercy right it's not about like condemning them to hell right away right but it is to, to tell them if you continue on your life of sin you will go to hell doesn't matter the kind of sin it is a sin is a sin if you continue to do it and you die this way you will go to hell and that's the unfortunate reality now if you if you speak like that what's going to happen that the world is going to turn on you and they're going to want your head they're going to want to cancel you like all these famous people now you're starting to see cancel culture right i don't know if uh uh you guys saw the Jamie Foxx post where he was talking about uh, a friend and he and his post said they killed they killed Jesus now what can you expect they're going to do to you right what he was saying is a perfect being they turned on him and they killed him right and the the, the debate there is is that anti-semitic or whatever we're not gonna we're not gonna get into that right because that's very it's very it's a it's it's a thin line you have to be careful on what you say or or how you say it right 
but the 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 point of that is so quickly they'll turn on you because it says when Jesus went into Jerusalem, he was riding on a donkey and they were all singing his praises. They had leaves up. They were putting the leaves down on the floor and they're saying the Messiah has come. And they said, bless this man who's coming, blah, 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 right? Now, a couple years later, they were killing him. So us as human beings, we're fickle. We're fickle in the sense that one day we, we, we're good and the next day we're no longer good, right? You're starting to see how all these uh, famous people uh, or loved famous people, how they get canceled so quickly and then they, they disappear from the spotlight and then people forget and then they come back and then it's all, it's all love and, and compassion again, right? But that's not how it's going to be with the Christians and it's not how it is with the Christians right we're starting to see how all these major Christians now all these big-time Christians have gone away from the original message why because they don't want to face the backlash they don't want to face the cancel culture they don't want to face the left wing or the or the liberals or whatever the case may be right why because they don't want to go through the tribulations they don't want to go through the hard times they don't want to establish themselves with Jesus Christ truly because they want to have the limelight. They want to be loved. They want to be accepted by the world. And that's not what Jesus wants from us. Jesus wants us to choose him. What will, a prophet, what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world, yet forfeits his soul? This isn't just any man that's saying that. This is the greatest man of all time. The real goat. The greatest man that's ever walked this world, the earth. He not only was man, but he was God himself telling you, what, what good does it do you to gain the world and you're losing your soul? Brothers and sisters, we need to understand one thing. Fame, being famous, being a celebrity, that only lasts for so long. It's not forever. Having riches, that doesn't last forever. You can be rich, but if you're spiritually poor, then that fame, that money is for nothing. Now we're talking about trials and tribulations, right? In order for you to speak the truth, you will start going through those trials. You will start going through those tribulations. Now it's on you if you're going to stay strong in your faith and understanding that all this is temporary. That we are merely pilgrims on this world, in this world. Abraham understood that. That's why he never built a house. He was living in tents because he understood that he was just here. He was just passing by, that his eternal home was in heaven. And you and I need to understand that. And if we lose our lives for speaking the truth, then it is God who will exalt us and, and will give us the crown of life, give us all eternal life and know that we made it to the end, fighting that good fight, speak, preaching the good, the good word. Exalting the name of Jesus. Now, what are we going to do when those hard times come? And I can speak by my, my own personal my own personal testimony, brothers and sisters. Last year, I think it was last year, 
I was going through a time where I was questioning everything and I didn't go to church for six months because I was questioning whether I, where I was is where God wanted me. And I was looking at everybody's defects. But one thing I learned in that is that I have to serve God through thick and thin. I have to serve God when good, in the good times and I have to serve God in the bad times. Now, that's easier said than done. Now when you have to put that into practice, now when you have to put that into into action, how are we going to do that? That's where the church comes in, where you have pastors, you got apostles, you got prophets that can help you, teachers that can help you keep moving forward instead of taking a step back. Now, brothers, sisters, going through the tribulations is not nothing new. This is not something that hasn't happened before. Last time we were discussing about how the, the, a lot of the apostles, they lost their lives. They were, they were exiled. They were stoned to death. They were crucified. All of these apostles had to go through that hard times to understand that they knew that their prize wasn't an earthly prize. It was a heavenly prize that they knew that if they kept going and preaching the name of Jesus, that they were going to make it to the end. No longer do I live, but Jesus that lives through me. Timothy said, I have fought the good fight. I have gotten to the end. He knew that if he continued preaching, that it was Jesus, the one that was going to exalt him. And if you look at the way Timothy died, he was stoned to death. Why? Because they didn't accept the message that he was bringing. They didn't accept the message that Jesus had put in his heart for him to continue to preach. These people were loyal to Jesus till the end. And like what we were discussing last time, putting your loyalty in the wrong thing will, will, get, you, will get you nowhere in life. Now, what do we do when we start going through the trials and the tribulations as sons and daughters of Jesus Christ? You know, if I'm being honest right now, I'm, I'm going through, through the tribulation. I'm going through the trials right now, this moment. I had to pause the, the recording because I went to go, I went to church. But now that I came back, I had to deal with so much stuff that was going on that's been going around ar around us that sometimes you need to step back and, and look at your situation and look at your circumstances and ask yourself I preached this now I'm leaving it I'm teaching something now I have to live through it and you have to ask yourself sometimes as Christians am I strong enough to make it through because sometimes we believe the trials and tribulations is with the world. But sometimes the trials and tribulations come with within the Christian community. Sometimes within the family, within uh, a matrimony or children or whatever the case may be. Now, how are we going to confront that and continue fo moving forward serving Jesus Christ when everything is going wrong? 
How are we going to continue to move forward when we're going through the storm, when we're going through the tribulation? Sometimes we feel weak. Sometimes we feel like we can't go. We can't go any more, any further. Sometimes that cross that we're bearing is too heavy, and it hurts. And there's so many things that are stopping us from serving God from the bottom of our hearts with everything that we have. And those mo in the and right now it's one of those moments for me. If I'm being vulnerable with you guys. Right now, it's a moment that I'm questioning a lot of things. Like, do I want to continue in this life like this? Do I want to continue to suffer? Do I want to continue to to go through the tribulations? And one thing that God keeps telling me is this won't last forever. The storm doesn't last forever. I've noticed, if you notice it as, as an analogy... When you see the storm happening, when it's raining like crazy, like cats and dogs, like they say, right? That doesn't last forever. And after it's done, it's like nothing happened. It's calm. But when you're going through it, that's the hard times. When the thunder, the lightning is going, when it's so hard that you feel like your house is shaking. Sometimes you feel like like a giant comes and grabs your houses and starts shaking it. And you don't know what to do because there's so much going on. There's so much, uh, this person said this, this other person said that. It's your own thoughts. It's your own things that are going on in your head and you feel that you hear the devil talking to you oh you're not worthy you're not you're not good enough for this oh it doesn't matter what you do uh, people are always going to look down on you it doesn't matter how much you try people are still going to criticize you and when we let all these thoughts go come into our our heads and into our hearts and we let it grow instead of saying no to that we listen to it and then we're like that's when we feel weak we don't know what to do. Because many times we ourselves allow ourselves to fall into that temptation, into that trap of the devil saying that you're not good enough. And that's me speaking from my own personal experience. Letting the devil convince myself of whatever you've done in the church, whatever you are doing is nothing. A lot of times, brothers and sisters, we go through the, the tough times. And as brothers and sisters in Christ, instead of motivating each other, we, we destroy. The topic is trials and tribulations, right? Sometimes we have to go through it to understand the love of God, to understand peace, to understand forgiveness. You know, whatever situation you may be going through right now, whatever situation I may be going through right now, is nothing compared to what other people are going through. I still have my health. I can still walk. I can still see. I can still talk. There's so many things I still have. And sometimes we let the smallest things discourage us from really seeking God's face. Now, how do we move forward? Through Jesus Christ is how we move forward. He's helping us. He's helping you. He's helping me in this exact moment right now to carry our cross filled with burdens, filled with sorrows, filled with pain, filled with tears. Listen, let me tell you one thing. 
Just because you cry in the spirit, just because you cry alone, does not make you weak. It makes you understand that without Jesus in our hearts, we're nothing. Without the love of Christ that moves mountains, the love of Christ that guides us through the hard times, there's nothing we can do for ourselves. There's nothing you or me that can do. We can't carry that cross on our own. We need help. And it's not a sign of weakness to ask for help. It's a sign of courage to ask for help, to let others know, hey, I'm going through it. Hey, I'm going through the tribulation. And us as Christians, it's not to to tear each other down, but to uplift each other, to, to keep going. I'm telling you right now, brothers and sisters, like, Sometimes we need to be realistic and let others know, hey, I'm going through it. Hey, I'm passing through the storm. Hey, I'm passing through the trials. Hey, I'm passing through the tribulation right now. Pray for me. Brothers and sisters, I'm going through it right now. Pray for me. Sometimes I don't know what to do. Sometimes I don't know. I act impulsively sometimes i get upset sometimes i get mad but i am a human being at the end of the day i do make mistakes i'm not perfect i want to serve god with all my heart and soul and i want to move forward not take steps back but take take step forwards baby steps if it has to be There's that famous saying, you got to walk before you run. Well, I'm barely crawling right now, spiritually speaking. Times get tough, brothers and sisters. Times get really tough. And that's where you see where you need to make the difference between those who really want to serve God and those who just say they want to serve God. To move forward, letting all those who you feel maybe are the ones that are stopping you from serving God, we need to let them know that Jesus loves them, that Jesus loves you, despite our weaknesses, despite our lack of commitment to Jesus. The more you get committed to Jesus, the more hard times will come for you, brothers and sisters. The more you continue to preach the word of God, the harder the times will come. And if you keep going forward, when you beat one obstacle, there's going to be a bigger obstacle. And after you beat that one, there's going to be an even bigger one than that one. Now what are we going to do when the obstacle seems too big? Let me tell you one thing, brothers and sisters. There's no obstacle that's bigger than Jesus Christ. 
There's no sickness that's greater than Jesus Christ. There's no depression. There's no anxiety. There's nothing like that that's greater than Jesus Christ. Even the devil is not greater than Jesus Christ. He is not more powerful than Jesus Christ. Your ego, your pride is not greater than Jesus Christ. Now, what are we going to do to move forward? How are we going to overcome these obstacles? It's with Jesus on our side. He, Jesus is the one that lifts us up to be able to go over every obstacle that we're going through in this, in this exact moment. I know I'm not the only one that's going through right now. I know I'm not the only one that's going through the trials and tribulations. But the devil never attacks those he knows that are trying to work in the in the body of Christ. He always attacks those ones. Because he knows those are the ones he needs to take down. But being strong in faith isn't just words, brothers and sisters. It's actions. The Bible says in Spanish, Si tuvieras fe como un grano de mostaza, puedes mover montañas. If you have faith like a grain of mustard, you can move mountains. But it's not us who moves those mountains, it's God that moves them. That mountain might be your obstacle that you have to go through. But you can do it in the name of Jesus Christ. We're seeing so many hard times, brother. We're seeing the body of Christ, Jesus' church, being tempted right now, going down that road that we shouldn't go down. Because so many times we allow these things to happen in our in the body of Christ. We allow these these things being put into church that shouldn't be there. Why? Because of pride, because of ego. No one wants to speak the truth anymore because they're afraid to lose the flock. No one's afraid to speak the truth because they don't want they 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 they, they want to continue with their with whatever uh, duties that they have in church. No one wants to speak the truth because they don't want to feel like they're being hated. No one wants to speak the truth because they don't want to get canceled doesn't matter if the world cancels you as long as Jesus Christ doesn't cancel you. That's what matters. The people of Israel never accepted any of the prophets, any of the apostles that came. Because they didn't want to listen to the truth. They wanted to continue their life of sin. Now what are we going to do as Christians? When someone comes and tells you, hey, you're living your life the way you're supposed to live it, right? We're going to get upset and stop going to church. But we need to keep moving forward. And I'll keep saying the same thing over and over again, right? But when, you go through, when you're going through the hard times, instead of saying, God, why is this happening to me? Just give thanks. Because you know your faith is being molded with the hard times. Your prayer is being molded by your hard times. Listen, I didn't learn how to pray until I had to go through the hard times. 
to truly have that relationship that I have with God now. To be able to tell him your deepest, darkest secrets. To be able to tell him your vulnerabilities. To be able to tell him how you feel. And it's very personal. It's just between you and him. That's where all that is tested when you're going through it. That's where you learn to sing his praises. That's when you learn to to cry and just be who you are in front of God. There's no judgment there. What are we going to do when our brothers and our sisters are going through the trials and the tribulations? The only thing we can do is pray for them. And help them as much as we can. And not tear them down while they're going through it. Oh, this guy's suffering because you sinned. Don't do that. Don't do that. How are we going to move forward? How are we going to take the name of Jesus Christ? You know, it makes me happy when I see testimonies of people that are in wheelchairs or they're blind or whatever and instead of saying why did God allow this to happen to me they continue to preach the name of Jesus how great is that faith how great is that person in in God's eyes that they're still able despite their limitations they're still able to preach the word of God despite them being held back in certain situations you know it's not easy for me to record this podcast in this moment right now but I would be a liar if I said everything is good right now I'd be a liar I'd be lying to myself I'd be lying to all of you I'd be lying to God saying yeah man everything's good because it's not there's so many things that are that are trying to stop us from seeking God's face. Now, are we going to let those things deteriorate us from the from the truth, or are we going to push through it and not let our own minds, our own thoughts, overtake what we know is not supposed to be? A lot of times during these trials, these tribulations, we feel alone. We feel like no one's there to help us. We feel like no one's there praying for us. We feel like no one's there to give us words of wisdom. I tell you, Jesus is there with you. Jesus is here with me right now. And we know, brothers and sisters, that we can overcome all things through Jesus Christ. We can do all things through Jesus. Todo lo puedo en Cristo. Que me fortalece. Who is my fort? He's our salvation, brothers and sisters. He's there. He understands our pain. He understands us going through the tribulations. He understands our sorrows. He understands our pain. He understands our cries. But if he made it to the end, you can too. With his help, you can make it through. 
Brothers and sisters, don't be deteriorated by the tribulations. Don't be deteriorated. Don't let that take you away from the word of God. Don't let that take you away from serving Jesus Christ. If you're on the fence right now trying to figure out whether you want to or not, whether you want to commit. Last time I was telling you, brothers and sisters, it's the best decision you can make to follow Jesus Christ in spite of the hard times that we're going through. Because even harder times are coming. And that's what we need to understand as as Christians. We need to understand that harder times are coming. They're almost here. Luke 17, 25 says, But first the Son of Man must suffer terribly and be rejected by this generation. Revelations chapter 7 verse 14 says, And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they that came out of the great tribulation, and have washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Who is Revelations talking about there? He's talking about the church. Those who have made it through will be put a new clothing and it will be white and it will be pure and if we make it to the end brothers and sisters I know everything's going to get better I'm going to end this podcast by by motivating you, you to pray for one another for those who are going through the hard times for those who are going through th- the through the tribulation Push through, brothers and sisters. Pray for me, who I'm going through it. I want to serve God with all my heart, with all my soul. And I won't let the devil win. Don't let the devil win. Don't let your own mind win. Push through, persevere, and you'll see God work wonders in your life. And you'll see your, your, the person who you are is not going to be the same person you, you will be. You'll see radical change in you. Instead of taking a step back and being one of those people that criticizes the church, once you've made it past that trial, that tribulation, you'll see that you are a new person. You'll have more faith. You'll have more understanding of the scriptures. You'll have more understanding of God's love for you. You'll have more understanding of God's sacrifice that he did in the cross for you, for me. And and the next time you go through it, You'll be more prepared. You'll know what to do. But we need to push through, brothers and sisters, and understand that everything that happens in this life is not forever. The only thing that's forever is eternal life. We can do this, brothers and sisters, together. We can do this. We can make it. We can persevere. And we can take the name of Jesus Christ forward and build our house on the rock that is Jesus. Trials, tribulations will come.
But Jesus Christ is greater than that. Jesus Christ is greater than your problems. And he will take you forward and help you through it. In the name of Jesus Christ, we will persevere. And we will take his name to the highest of highs. And he will bless you. God bless you, brothers and sisters. May the Lord Almighty, Jesus Christ, be with every single one of you. God bless.